0: Behind the Screens takes you beyond the code and into the open source community, with short interviews from live events all over the world. Made possible by Lullabot, your number one source for strategy, design, and Drupal development for large-scale digital publishing. Find us on Twitter at Lullabot, or in your browser at lullabot.com. Today we're going behind the screens from Drupal Camp Atlanta with Jim Smith, Drupal Developer at Oak Ridge National Laboratory. Jim, tell us a little bit about yourself and what's going on out there at Oak Ridge.
1: Well, I am currently involved in a project to migrate the main site, ornl.gov, from Drupal 7 to Drupal 8. We're almost done with it. Um, We've been working on it for a few months now. And um, initially, the migration was uh, being handled by another team member. She then took another job, and it was handed to me and then um, we um realized it was a bigger task than j- even just you know one or two people could do so we had another um couple people involved in it and um it's it's been quite an interesting task
0: so you said this is a dot gov site so it's a government agency what is it exactly that uh, happens at oak ridge national lab
1: well oak ridge national lab is a a part of the Department of Energy. Um, it is maintained or managed by a company that um, is actually a, a, in partnership with, uh, it's called Patel, uh, and then they're in partnership with the University of Tennessee. So um, that's a entity that is under contract to manage the lab. There are about 5,000 employees there. It's, um, it uh, does a lot of research into clean energy and uh, security and um, supercomputing. Right. Some uh, I haven't even touched on. You know all the things that they do, but um, those are the kind of the main things. Um, uh, about a f- floor below me is the world's fastest computer, or at least it was one. That was, you know, every few months a new one comes online that's faster, but. For the time being, it's the world's fastest computer. But of course, I'm doing all my development on a Mac. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't get the leverage. That yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so the the laboratory's uh, public-facing website then is currently Drupal seven, soon to be Drupal eight. And so right. you're kind of working on that migration.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, we also have uh, other sites that we um, build and maintain for. Um, other entities that are associated with the lab are, uh, like, for example, I recently built a site for U.S. ITER, uh, which is a part of the Eater project um, that is a worldwide attempt to uh, create a, a f- fusion power source, that um, nuclear fusion, um, that will, um, if they can pull it off, this will be a... Um, to my understanding, kind of the solution that the world needs to solve the energy situation. Um, this won't be the final solution. It'll be a a, a, a proof of concept, I guess, if you will. Um, what's neat about it is, is there are about 35 countries that are involved in it. and I think that's right. Um, but anyway, um, it's only costing uh, the United States um, 10% of the total project, but they get 100% of the Technology and the, the the knowledge that comes from that project, so that they can take that and they um, can uh, create their own versions of it or what have you. So um, it's a, a, a project thirty five years in the making, um, started with um, Gorbachev and Reagan uh, deciding to do this, and it's it's an amazing project that hardly anybody knows about. And but anyway, they th- there is. Uh, the U.S. component of that is managed at Oak Ridge National Lab.
0: Wow and so you again is the this is be like the public facing website to represent that project?
1: Right yeah that was one of the sites I built.
0: Wow so working in the government industry what's the what's the trickiest part about getting through that? I remember there being a lot of red tape and bureaucracy things moving a little slow some things were siloed. What's been uh, the hardest part for you working with that at Oak Ridge?
1: Well you you kind of get used to it after a while. Um, The decision making can be um, kind of arduous at times I, before I came to Oak Ridge National Lab I worked for another company that was a government contractor uh, working with the Department of Health and Human Services and when I was hired on I, um, they were planning to do a redesign and um, upgrade of an existing site and when I left two years later they still hadn't launched the site and, and it wasn't because of the lack of effort on our part, it was a uh, difficulty in getting decisions to be made. I think everybody can understand that that happens in government and it just but at the same time, it's a good experience. I've enjoyed working in this sector, and I've also done some work at um universities and I've um done some non nonprofit work too and it, it you know they all have their their side to things
0: yep, sure. So in this migration from Drupal 7 to Drupal 8, uh, well, tell me a little bit, about how is that project going? And, uh, you know, there's always some crazy tricks to run, that you're going to run into. Uh, some of the sites I've done, the migrations, there's so many unique facets to it, it's hard to say, like, here's how you do a migration. So in your particular case, what's a unique situation that you've run into and maybe some advice you could give to somebody who might be running across something like that?
1: Yeah, well, you know, one of the things that... Um as I said before, that I was kind of handed this off from somebody else, and we thought we had done the planning on it, and we pretty quickly learned and figured out that we hadn't planned hardly enough, um, and we regret that, that, that we should have planned everything out to the, um, as much as possible before we started doing any code work, any um, of the migration, because you, you really have to understand what your source is um, down to every single field, and then you also have to make sure that... Um, because almost every new, new site has a mock-ups and what have you. they um, You have to t- make sure that you comb over every mock-up and make sure that you have a mock-up for your all the, your circumstances, and it doesn't. It can be simple wireframes, but you still have to have an understanding of where the, every piece of content on a page is coming from. You know, these days most sites, it, 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 at least if they're Drupal sites, um, they are going to um, make use of a lot of reference from references to other content elsewhere, and pull all that in. Well, you have to understand where that's coming from, and if you don't do that your migration is going to get stalled because you have to start answering those questions in the middle of the process mm-hmm. so
0: coming up with a solid plan really getting to the fine details of the content structure making sure you have mm-hmm. a solid start and end point
1: we we also admittedly made our task difficult because of the way we had built the Drupal 7 site uh, it was kind of built over time with a lot of decisions made you know along the way and i I kind of called a frankenstein site where you somebody says well okay now we need this so you just kind of bolt it onto the side and it wasn't part of a master plan Mm -hmm. and so now we're kind of dealing with that and trying to um we had i hate to say this but we had 45 content types Um, many, many of them had very little content and some no content all at all. And that was a mistake that, you know, I think any Drupal developer could see that was a, (laughs) you shouldn't have that many content types. Um, you shouldn't have any that, um, have very little content or no content at all associated with them. So, but one of the great things about doing the migration is you can fix those problems and you can, um, Rethink how your site is going to look and how it's going to behave, and th- that's something that um, if if you, you you need to put that into, as part of your planning too. Mm-hmm.
0: That's, I think that's a, a great point, and that's something that in a recent project I've been on, we overlooked a bit till we were further into the process, going through a good content audit mm-hmm. and a systems audit. Like what's here, what's actually being used, what do we not need to bring with us into the migration? Is if you can filter out some of those extra content types that uh, that are no longer needed or you know maybe weren't needed in the first place, you can reduce the size of the database that you're migrating as well, which will need faster database processing, mm-hmm. because you're going to need to migrate that database multiple times as you continue to test if it's you're migrating a live site. So
1: yeah, and we we made things more complicated, but by choice, um, by migrating files into media entities Mm -hmm. um, which we didn't have um, a very good use of in this drupal 7 site Um, but we want to take advantage of that that's available now in core and we are trying to make greater use of paragraphs so
0: so i'd like to take it and turn it around a little bit now we've talked a lot about the migration and the code and what you're doing out there but i'd like to know more about who the person is that's doing this get into the community a bit. so if you woke up tomorrow and the internet had just disappeared you don't have to go to work anymore what are you going to do
1: well there probably would be two things I would do one is I would uh, do what I'm actually trying to do more of now anyway and that is um, travel with my wife and um, spend time with her she recently retired she was a teacher for many years and and um, I have cut back on my hours at the lab I was full-time and now I'm Working about 80 hours a month, and I, they're they're happy to have me on, and I'm happy to stay on because I really enjoy Drupal. But I like taking advantage of the fact that um, our kids are grown, our mortgage is paid. You know, I'm I'm at that age where I can um, take advantage of those things, and so so I am.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you have one of those things that you a major accomplishment that you did recently, and. I know every time we see you, we ask you about this um, because it's just such an amazing thing and it's something that I know I would like to do someday, but you completed a through hike of the Appalachian Trail. Mm -hmm. And so for anyone who's not familiar with that, tell them about that distance and what that took.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, I did that last year. Um, That was, um, the Appalachian Trail is uh, 2,189 point something miles, depends. Um, Every year it changes a little bit because they make adjustments in the trail and it starts... Um, if you're going south to north, which is what I did and which is what most people do, it's uh, you start in Springer Mountain, Georgia, um, and you finish at Mount Katahdin in Maine. goes through 14 states. It took me um, every bit of six months to do. Um, I was 61 when I did it. Uh, uh, it w- what was interesting, though, is that I met people... In Georgia, in North Carolina, that I ended up finishing with. And even though they were much younger than me, and I think at, it, what it was was they were able to go faster, obviously, but they would take more time off the trail or they would um, just finish their day earlier. So, what I liked about the trail was that there was a community that, um, that's kind of like the Drupal community, where everybody is kind of focused on that one thing, and they have all sorts of other different interests or different um, things that they do outside of their that that one thing that ties us together. But the neat thing is that everybody is rooting for each other. They want. Uh, it, it, I feel that's kind of the same way with Drupal. Is that? You are all invested in the same thing and you want everybody to, to be successful. And that's why the, the Drupal community is such a sharing community. You, you have information, you want other people to have that information. You, mm-hmm. want, um, you want people to um, have a good experience. They want to have a, you want them to have a good career. And the, the, the hiking community is that way, the AT community in particular. Um, everybody, you, everybody wants you to finish and um, the people that are not even not even just the hikers, but the people that do trail magic and the people who run the hostels and the uh, the people who have restaurants and things in the trail communities. They're all rooting for you. They want you to finish.
0: That's really amazing. I never thought to make that comparison before the that parody between the Drupal community and, and the hiking community, but I completely I see that, I get that. Wow, that's just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, that must have been an amazing journey for you. Those I can't imagine six months. Just I mean, you, and you stopped along the way to go to DrupalCon
1: Baltimore, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. The original idea was that I would get fairly far north into Virginia, that I, that uh, a friend of mine could just pick me up along the way and and go on to Baltimore. But um, I ended up delaying my start about a month. I went to a doctor about a week before I was scheduled to start in March uh, just for routine physical. And, and, uh, and he said, you're going to need a hernia repair. <laughs> and, uh, fortunately, um, I got in with a surgeon who was able to get me into the operating room the next day. And, uh, it, it was a 30 day recovery time that was, um, there was no negotiation about that, but he said, after 30 days you'll be free and clear to to do it so i um because i had to delay the start i didn't have that plan worked out quite as well but i i finished i uh, uh, got through the smokies finished the smokies and then my wife picked me up and and um then i came home and showered <laughs> so i i didn't go to baltimore stinky
0: <laughs> wow oh my gosh I just, it's such an incredible story. I love hearing, listening to you tell it every time. <laughs> um, Alright, well, so I've got one more Drupal-ish related question to finish this off. Uh, if uh, if you could be any module in the Drupal ecosystem, what module would you be?
1: Well, I don't have a lot of experience with the group module, but um, but I do have some experience with the Drupal 7 version of it. And... Um, and, and I ended up having to write a custom module that tied it in with uh, Workbench because there wasn't at that time, and I don't know, maybe there still isn't um, a way to manage the permissions that Workbench could do. But at, anyway, I, I think that that what I found I liked about group module, I think goes back to what we were just talking about where, um, where you can connect um, communities, and you can connect um, like-mindedness, and you can connect. Um, I don't know. The, I, I, I'm not sure
0: where I'm going with that, but I, I see. I see where you're going. Yeah, I, that totally makes sense to me. Yeah. Taking groups of people and having a way to bring them together to, to form mm-hmm. those connections. Yeah, yeah, that's. A, I like that. That, to, that fits right in with that paradigm of you know, the hiker community, the Drupal mm-hmm. community. That I really like that answer. That's great. Uh, and so finally, Jim, if there's somebody you would like to say thank you to or share some gratitude with who maybe gave you a boost along the way, gave you a hand mm-hmm. when you needed it, anybody come to mind?
1: Oh, boy, you know, that that's a long list. Um, when I was first starting out in Drupal, I actually um, played around with Drupal in version 4.6 and 4.7, and um, I didn't like it. <laughs> it was hard to install, and um, I was not a programmer then. I... I had just taught myself how to um, do HTML and CSS. That was the extent of my knowledge. Um, but I, I was in need of something that, um, that would allow me to um, update um, things without having to write individual HTML pages for every single page. And mm-hmm. So I went to Drupal Camp... South Carolina which was it was part of Linux Fest it was uh, some thing that, that doesn't exist now but um but I met Doug Van and Mark Shropshire and and Matthew Connerton and um people like that that helped me realize first of all that I knew more about Drupal than I thought I did and Made me begin to appreciate the community because that, like I said, that was the first camp I had been and I, too. But I had been playing around with Drupal for uh, three or four years, and um, but I didn't have any idea that I knew as much as I did. And um, one of the things that M- Matthew Connerton said to me was, he said, "I'm thinking about becoming a full time Drupal developer." And I thought, "Wow, you you can do that, huh?" but it was it was that initial spark and it was it was the best thing i ever did because it it got me on a path that um has been greatly rewarding to me as a career and and but also has allowed me to develop a lot of really true friendships um and uh i'm really grateful for that
0: uh, Jim, thank you so much for taking a few minutes. A really great conversation today, and uh, we didn't mention it, but good luck on your upcoming quest for the Pacific Crest Trail next.
1: Yeah, I'm going to start that early April of next year, and it'll probably take every bit of six months <laughs> for me to do it. But
0: well, I'm looking yeah. forward to the updates. Okay, well, I'll keep an eye on the blog. Oh, for anyone who's interested, um, go ahead and plug your blog, where you keep those uh, uh, your yeah, journal.
1: Um, th- so my original idea for the blog was to blog while I was on the trail, but i found that i wanted to put too much time into the writing and care for it that i, I just i i would rather sleep during <laughs> those times when i wasn't hiking rather than blogging so i'm i'm now blogging about my at hike and i'll have that done before i start the pct hike but um but that's hikewithgravity.com and i also uh, do twitter and instagram at hikewithgravity
0: Great. I'll keep an eye on that. Well, Jim, thank you very much. I'll, I'll let you get back to the camp here. All right. Thanks, Hey, it's Nick from Drupal Camp Colorado. What's happening with this year's camp, Nick? We'll be at the King Center on the Auraria campus in downtown Denver, August 2nd through 4th. On Friday, we'll have trainings and summits. Saturday, we'll have keynotes, sessions, and then a party to cap the day off. And then we'll have mentored sprints on Sunday. As always, registration will be free, but a personal donation of 25 bucks or more gets you this year's custom design camp t-shirt and good Drupal karma. Keep an eye on our website for registration and session announcements at DrupalCampColorado.org.